Well, here's a question for you. What would you have said if you were inside the room during that Predators closed door meeting before they took on the Los Angeles Kings, the one a lot of players called uncomfortable? We're going to talk about that. Plus, Predators, big division game against the Winnipeg Jets tonight. We'll preview it today on the Locked on Predators podcast. Your Locked on Predators, your daily podcast on the Nashville Predators. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Predators your first listen of the day. Every single day, we are your free daily Nashville Predators podcast. That's available to you wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube. I'm Nick Morgan. I'm a writer and editor at OnTheForeCheck.com. And I have a partner in crime. You do. I am Ann Kimmel. I'm a writer and editor at InsideThePreds.com. We also have a sponsor for today's episode. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. It's now the official sportsbook of the Locked On Podcast Network. So make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn today to get started. All right, Ann. A big talker for the Nashville Predators community this week has been that mysterious Mm. closed door meeting that happened on Saturday. We talked about it a little bit yesterday. Uh, John Hines was the one that called the meeting, but it was completely run by the players. We got some new details over the past little bit. If you haven't seen it, Alex Doherty from A to Z Sports Great article um, about the content of the meeting, uh, some of the players reaction to it. He said it was a lot of players thought it was uncomfortable, uh, a little bit tense at times, but it was needed. Um, Some other stuff is he noted a lot of it centered around the veteran players, the guys that are making the big paychecks. Uh, They came in the crosshairs the most. And regardless of what you think, Ann, it's if that was the case, it seemed to trigger something because the Predators, as we mentioned yesterday, came back to win that L.A. Kings game. And not only that, but who carried the team in that game? The big name players. So it seems like something resonated. Yeah, I I really loved this hearing that they had this meeting before the game and the response afterward, and especially the response by the veteran players, because there has been all kinds of discourse about some of the secondary players, you know, scoring, not scoring, how they're performing, who should be in the lineup, who shouldn't be in the lineup. But truly the narrative of the struggle of the Nashville Predators this season circles around the fact that the veterans have not performed up to their ability. And they responded after this meeting in that St. Louis game. Matt Duchesne had two goals. Roman Yossi had three points. Mikhail Granlin, a goal and an assist. You know, Philip Forsberg, great game. So it seemed to work. There was a part of me that was so happy to hear this because it was like when my kids were little and they were getting along, you would buy a big T-shirt and put them in the exact same T-shirt. It was called the get-along shirt. And then they would have to wear one shirt and hold hands they had a get-along shirt on Saturday night, and it looks like it worked for them, too. Sounds like a Hey Arnold episode to me. <laughs> hey, 
hey, it worked. <laughs> One's getting married and the brother's the best man. So it all turned out okay in the end. <laughs> there you go. Hey, uh, maybe this is like a big 25-person T-shirt that everybody put on in the locker room. There it is. It's there that it giant is. Mark Borvietsky jersey I tried to buy that was way too big. They just yeah. used that. Or, or do you think they all wore that foam, like turd ferguson hat that you used to have <laughs> like that big like 50 gallon cowboy hat um it's still right there and i love that hat i uh, make you know, no you apologies gotta, you gotta bring that back in the background some way like i know it you know fit. you were shifting your backdrop a little bit but it doesn't fit <laughs> just wear it during a game like, I will. Or, or during a podcast world's best swag is that foam 10 gallon hat world's best swag it will never be topped so we you know we've seen kind of the rundown of what happened we kind of know some of the players uh who maybe were in the crosshairs a little bit in that meeting but we're gonna backtrack a little bit Anna and i thought it would be fun or stressful whichever one to maybe put ourselves in that room like maybe we take over the essence of one of the players and make a statement to the team. Maybe we're just a third party fan and walk in and say something. Mm -hmm. Who knows? This can go whichever way either of us want it to go. So, Anne, let's let's just start. Like, mm -hmm. let's say maybe we can get to some individual players in a bit. But okay, let's just say you're you. You're Anne mm -hmm. Kimmel. Fred's mm -hmm. reporter extraordinaire, great podcast co-host. You you're invited to walk in, like John mm -hmm. Hines walks you in. You have mm -hmm. your plate of cookies, and you are given free reign to say anything to that team with no consequence. Okay, what do you say? Wow. First of all, I would take cookies because food is love. Yeah. And I'm not great at conflict, so I buy people off. Um, I honestly, my first thought would be just saying there's not a person in this room who has arrived in the NHL because you do not arrive in the NHL or in any other job. You are never done until you retire. You are never done improving. And for me, that would be my number one message if I walked into that room. You have not arrived. You are not done. You still have way to uh, ways to go to grow your game. You do not get to rest on anything you've done in the past. You are not, you don't just sit still where you are. And I think that's true. That's a huge thing for me anywhere. Um, you always have to be growing. You always have to be challenging yourself. Even if you are you know, the best player on this team, you're not done. You have not arrived. And it's not for me about a, a dollar amount on a contract. I know for a lot of people it is. It's not about a dollar amount on a contract. It is about personal growth in any area of your life. You have not arrived. So stop playing like you have arrived. You made it in the NHL, great milestone. You've made it to a starting roster, huge, celebrate it. You have gotten your first NHL goal. I think we all know I'm gonna say celebrate that, but you have not arrived. What is next that you can improve? Keep growing, 
Stop sitting, keep growing. For me, that is the number one message I would take into the locker room right off the bat. You have not arrived. Yeah. You are not done. No, I mean, I feel like that resonates because what's we've heard the word effort thrown yes. around a lot. And we heard it when you're reading Alex's article in ADZ Sports, effort was one of the big words we use. And we said that after that St. Louis Blues game. It's like, look, it's Ooh. one thing to be bad, but we're seeing lack of effort on play. Yes. And that's the thing that stings me. Yeah. What about you? What would be your opening statement to this team? Here's the thing. You know, I remember watching in front of the TV the first ever Nashville Predators game. Oh, that's so cool. I have gone through the years. And what was the Predators identity all those years? We don't have, you know, the personnel like some of these other NHL teams do. Mm -hmm. We're not as good. Mm -hmm. Like we don't have as many all-stars maybe outside of you go through the years, like maybe Tomas Vokun or Kimo Timonen, Shea Weber, Pecorine, obviously. But those teams managed to win based on the Predators' identity. And what was the Predators' identity? Everybody always kind of groans at the word of that now. Yeah. But to me, the Predators' identity is it doesn't matter if you are the better team. It doesn't matter if you have more skill. It doesn't matter if you outplay us. We're going to outwork you. Dang right. We are going to go over there. And if you come to Smashville, mm -hmm. it is going to be hell to pay yep. to try to escape here with a win. And even if you do, you're going to feel like you just played a seven-game playoff series, even if it's in the middle of February. Yes. I would, and then I would go, you know what? This Nashville Predators team is different. You know why? Because we do have the skill to be better than everybody else. We do have NHL All-Stars. Mm -hmm. We have the awards. Like, we have award winners. We have Roman Yossi. We have UC Soros, who's been nominated for the Vezina. We have all these players that are considered among some of the NHL's best. So what's different? What's missing is that atmosphere that if you play the Preds, it is going to be an absolute nightmare for the yes. Others. That fight just doesn't seem to be there anymore. That, you know, that physicality that if you know a team is going to have to earn every shot. And yeah, maybe some of that, I would turn to John Hines and said, maybe <laughs> some of that is coaching. Maybe we need to mm -hmm. go outside the box and do something that maybe we haven't really thought about doing before to kind of change things up. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's, you know, maybe it's strategy. Maybe it's the personnel we're using. But what you can control to everybody in this room, what you can control is your effort. Yep. Your physicality and your focus. You can go out there. You all have enough skill in this room to make it a battle. Mm -hmm. And if you make it a battle, chances are with the lineup you have, you play the way that all those Preds teams of years past played. This Gosh. is a good team. There is a good team in this locker room, but you guys got to start living up to it. Yes. Okay. Now that just makes me want to run through a brick wall. Yeah. 
I feel like it's Patton, like a picture, just a giant American <laughs> flag behind me or something like that. I love it. Yeah. yeah. Love that. I love that. That is so true. The amount of talent this team has on the roster. And if you played with that kind of heart, what would happen? What would yeah. happen? I mean, and it's, it's like, that's the thing. It's this team should be the best. Co- no, it's not should be. This is the best collection of Nashville Predators talent the team has ever had. Yes. Ever had. And they mm. need to start playing like it. That would be my message. Wow. Be like, you guys don't know that you guys are a precedent for Nashville Predators history right now. You are the elite squad. You are the best roster this team has ever put together. But you got to take it out of neutral. You got to take the gear to neutral. You got to put it in fourth gear and you got to just slam your little foot to the bottom (laughs) of your car. I love it. Uh, here's a question. Would you say anything to an individual player or if you could trade places with a player Mm -hmm. and say something, what would you say? Would you say anything to a teammate? Let's get to that in the next segment. But first, as we mentioned, today's show is sponsored by FanDuel. NFL playoffs are here and we're really excited for our sports betting partner at Locked On because they're the number one sports book in America, FanDuel. And if you're new to FanDuel, even better. They have so many great features that make betting on day one fun and easy. New customers join today and get started with $150 in free bets guarantee. All you have to do is place your first $5 bet. So basically, $5 gets you $150. I'm not good at math, but that seems pretty good. To sign up, all you have to do is visit fanduel.com slash locked on. You see that little link there down on the bottom of your screen if you're watching on YouTube. FanDuel has all your favorite bets from the money line to point spreads to player props. Plus, you can even combine your bets for a bigger payout with same game parlay. All on an app that's safe, secure, and easy to use. So if you're an NFL playoff fan... You're going to want to check it out. Place your first $5 bet on the championship games this weekend and get $150 in free bets, win or lose. Doesn't matter how that first $5 bet goes. You still get the $150 bonus. Again, all you have to do is visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sportsbook partner of the NFL, and now the betting partner of LockedOn Podcast Network. All right, Ann, let's go back to our players only meeting. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about what you and I would say if we're in there. Yeah. Would you switch places with a player and say something? Like, let's say this you're Captain Roman Yossi, and you yeah. go in there and you have the floor, you're the captain. Mm-hmm. What's your message to the team? Wow. Um, Here is my message to the team as Roman Yossi. My first thing I would say is, I am sorry. On behalf of the veterans of this team, I apologize to the young players. That's the first thing I would do. That is the first thing I would do. Because this team has not shown good leadership. 
the veterans on this team have not shown good leadership. And if I were Roman Yossi, I would apologize to the young players for saying, we have not shown you where to set the bar. And I apologize for that. Because when you come into the league, you look at these players who are a little bit younger, Yuso Parsonen, you have Cody Glass, you know, you have these younger guys, newer in the league, Cole Smith, and you have to show them what it takes to be in the NHL, whether you are elite or not elite, you have to set a bar. And that bar comes from leadership. That bar comes from Roman Yossi. That bar comes from Matt Duchesne, Philip Forsberg, you know, um, Mikhail Granlin, Nino Niederreiter, Ryan Patrick McDonough. You know, you set the veterans set the bar. And if I were Roman Yossi, I would apologize to the younger players, not as a personal attack against Roman Yossi, but on behalf of the veterans for saying, we have not shown you where the bar is for NHL playing, where the bar is for accountability among teammates, where the bar is for personal responsibility yet. And I apologize. That's the first thing I would say is Roman Yossi. And again, I want to be clear that is not in any way an attack on Roman Yossi as the captain of this team because I, you know, we've heard that kind of narrative floating around, and I don't believe that. But I mean, on behalf of the veterans of the team, I would apologize to the young players. You know, else he should be apologizing to Yossi exactly. Soros. Can we just get a witness? If, if like UC Soros, if I was in UC Soros body, I would like crawl to that center of the room like, <laughs> with like bandages on me and be like, please, please guys, I'm begging you. I am doing what I can. Mm-hmm. I just need some help from you. <laughs> he turned into way, a UC leprechaun Soros at the end of that. <laughs> emigrated from Finland to Scotland. There you go. Yeah. yeah. That's actually a great point. Maybe that's where the apology comes in. Hey, yeah. UC Soros, <laughs> we have not done our part and you're out there busting your chops. Yeah, you are single-handedly keeping us in this discussion right now. Do you I... think UC Soros feels that way? I'm, I'm sure deep down he probably does he may not admit it it may not come out in interviews or anything Mm -hmm. i mean uc soros is a team guy he's gonna be like win as a team loses a team no matter what but if he doesn't go home and sit there and think i did everything i could to try to pull that win out Mm -hmm. i mean he's got to he's down a little bit he's like he's like if i only had some help like I'd be like in the stratosphere of goalies right now. Yeah. Deep down in places people don't talk about at parties. Maybe UC Soros feels that way. Uh, But yeah, the team should apologize to Soros. Hey man, sorry about that. Yeah. Our bad. Yeah. What about you? What would you say? I like where you were going with, you know, apologizing to the young players. Mm Mm-hmm. If I was also Roman Yossi, I would get up to there to the center of that room. I mean, we've he's I assume if he's calling players out, he's gotta point the finger at himself first and be like, look, I'm responsible. I know I have not played my best hockey at times this season. That St. Louis Blues game that was, was rough. rough. I mean, mm-hmm. you and I and saw a lot of Roman Yossi oopsies that led to goals. Yeah. 
I would do that. And it's like, I'm pointing the finger at myself first. Mm-hmm. I need to be better. I need to be more consistent. There are things that I need to do, not only as captain, but arguably the best skater on this team. Mm. Maybe he doesn't say that to everybody, but he probably also thinks it. <laughs> Maybe I things that I need to do as leader of this team to do more to help this team grow. And I challenge every one of you, all of my teammates in that locker room, to do the same. All of us need to look at ourselves and say, honestly, where's my game at? Mm-hmm. What am I doing this year? Am I giving 100%? And yeah, I mean, it sounds like there might have been some individual players called out going uh, you know, through that A to Z sports mm-hmm. article. I'm sure there was, but I think that needs to be the focus is everybody in that locker room needs to be challenged to really ask themselves, get uncomfortable. What are they doing? And you know what, Ann? I know that players really don't give a crap about, you know, outside noise. Right. Um, I mean, unless you're a mom of one of the players, as we've seen over the past uh, little bit, that happens here for that. Yeah. Here for that. Um, I, I know that players don't keep up, up a lot, but if I'm Roman Yossi, you know what else I say? I say, Go read some of the comments. This is where we are as a franchise right now. Mm -hmm. Like our fans are calling for our coach who we like. They're calling for our GM that brought us together. They have been calling for their jobs for so, so many months now. Yep. They want us torn down. Like they want this roster demolished to the point where they're angry that we're winning games. Like every game that we win is now discourse. Do we want that as a team? We shouldn't even put this debate in the fans' heads. Yeah, The roster that we have, the collection of talent we have, we should be in the debate as to whether or not we could win the Stanley Cup. That's the debate we should be in. And instead... It's a debate about whether we're a playoff team. There's a debate about whether they want to tear this group of people right here, right now, in this room, tear us apart as a team. That's the debate going on. Our fans want to see that happen. And you know what? That's our fault. Mm -hmm. It is our play that has caused all that conversation. And you know what the solution is? It's on us too. Yeah. If we play better, if we dig ourselves out, we can be a playoff team. We can flip the narrative. We can absolutely flip this narrative. We can go back towards being a contender. We can take any thought of the rebuild out of our fans' mind. But we have to play much better. We have to play our individual 100%. Yes. And if we do that, we can change the opinion of this team, but it's got to start right now, and it's got to be every single night. 100%. 100%. Do you know how I would close this meeting if I were John Hines? I would show a video clip, and this video clip gets me every time. It's from the movie Gladiator, one of the greatest movies of all time. Let's just be I'm real. 100%, yeah. One of the greatest movies. In the beginning of Gladiator, when they are fighting in Germania... 
or I think that's where they were in the very you beginning. Could have, the you movie. could have made up a name and I would have been like, oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know it's, where they were fighting, but. It's in the beginning where they, um, yeah, where, where they're, they throw Maximus the guys, they throw the head. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. The, the first battle, like the, the first, first scene. battle. Yeah. Opening battle. And the, the one man says to, um, can't even think of the character's name, the main character. Um, thank you. Maximus. Russell Crowe, right? Russell Crowe. Okay, says yeah. to Russell Crowe, a people should know when they're beaten. And Russell Crowe says, would we? Would we know when we're beaten? And then later in that same battle, in the heat of the battle, where it, they're just, it's hand-to-hand -hand combat. It is intense. It is you know, life-threatening. It is a battle for everything. Those two characters end up bumping into each other and they turn around with their sword ready to fight whoever bumped into them and they make eye contact and they realize, wait a minute, oh, we're on the same team. And that's the moment that I would show this Nashville Predators team. You are not individuals. We are all battling something here. We are all battling to get our first goal, to get over not being able to score since October 27th, to meet a career high that we're not going to be able to meet, to get over injury, to become a part of a new team that we didn't even want to get traded away from our old team. We are all fighting these intense battles. We've got to make sure that we're fighting the right thing. We're not fighting each other. You turn around and you look your brother in the eye and you say, hey, I'm not fighting you. We're fighting everything else. They've got to get back to back. And that is how I would end that meeting. It's a great I clip. Yep. It's a great clip. I, I love yeah. that. Yeah. Um, more from this in a second, plus Preds Jets preview coming up here in just a second. Yep, we have a little bit more to talk about, and then we got to talk Jets. Yikes. Um, but first, want to let you know that this episode is brought to you by our great friends at Athletic Greens. You have heard Nick and I talk about AG1 for a while now, and we've been on it. I know I've been on it for almost a year. This is a product I absolutely love. This is a healthy drink that doesn't taste like it's super healthy in the bad way. It has kind of a nice, mild, tropical taste. And I look forward to drinking it every single morning. It is the easiest way to start your day. So what is this stuff? With one delicious scoop of AG1, you are absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food-sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens that help you start and finish your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports things like gut health, nervous system, your immune system coming into flu season, your energy, recovery, focus, and let's give a shout out to the anti-aging, can we? And look, my favorite thing about AG1 is truly how simple this is. You don't need a blender. You don't need a bunch of different pills and supplements you have to measure out. It is one scoop, one glass of water. You stir it up. You drink it. There's no lumps, chalky, anything. It's just a great refreshing way to start your day and get everything you need. It's also lifestyle friendly. So if you're starting your year off going keto or you're going gluten or dairy free, you can do AG1 and it contains less than one gram of sugar, has no GMOs, no nasty chemicals or artificial anything. And I'm telling you, it tastes great. So for less than $3 a day, you can reclaim your health 
and you can arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. Again, one scoop in a cup of water every day. That is it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to figure out if you're getting everything you need. You get it all in AG1. So to make it super easy for you to start, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-boosting vitamin D, and they're going to send you five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is go to athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. All right, and we're talking about this players-only meeting. You had a good way to wrap it up. Um, mm-hmm. That is how I think I would end it, too. Um, you know, I, I don't know what else to say on this. I guess, would you – are there any players that you would specifically kind of point out or, or have we covered it? You know this hurts my heart. You know, this is a humbling experience for me. What's about to happen? So I guess the answer is Matt Duchesne. I mean, of all days, I don't want my husband to listen to the podcast. This is that day, friends. <laughs> I mean, I honestly, and you know, I love Matt Duchesne and I am a defender of Matt Duchesne, but Matt Duchesne is a player I would call out and say effort. Now, having said that, I hesitate to be the guy that does that because here's the thing. These guys are whole people. Matt Duchesne's wife just had their third baby. And I don't care what you say about what this, that, or the other thing. He has a whole life and a whole other things that his heart and mind are focused on. And I get it. He gets paid to be a professional athlete. But I do understand, and I want to say that as I call Matt Duchesne out by person, you know, by name. Yeah. I understand you have a lot going on. And so grace and grace and abundance, but Matt Duchesne, better effort on the ice. Forgive yeah. me. I know not what I do. Yeah. I mean, there's a what couple of you? players. There's a couple of players you could say like about Who that would you too. call I out? Mean, I mean, you know, Ryan Johansson mm. kind of goes up there with Matt Duchesne. You know, it's like, yeah. look, man, you're, you're making the, one of the richest contracts on the team. We need you to do more than you've been doing. Not saying he hasn't been bad. He's just not really living up to what he, where he needs to be. Um, You know, and and same for some players like Mikhail Granlin. It's like, look, man, you were, you were kind of the glue that held this team together last year when it came to the Mm -hmm. Fords. I mean, you were a huge reason that, Forsberg and Duchesne had the seasons they had, even to extent Roman Yossi there on that blue line. Like you are like the main playmaker that facilitated a lot of those plays. We need that Mikhail Granlin this season. We haven't gotten that from you. Yes. Um, but I mean, yeah, I mean, obviously I feel like the, the bigger the name, the more under the microscope they're going to be. And then, honestly, that's, that's kind of how it should be. Ann. yes. Uh, as Cole Smith agrees. <laughs> Bigger name? Do you think Cole? Do you think Cole Smith said something in that meeting? You know what? Here, <laughs> here's Cole what Smith I. If I was Cole Smith, I'd be like, "Look, guys, I'm gonna do my part. I'm gonna score that first goal in the next game," and yeah. then he follows through. That's how I imagine it went down for Cole Smith. But you know what? Yeah, it, this whole season and the whole Cole Smith narrative, y'all, it is not about Cole Smith. It is about the top players have not played like top players. 
Yeah, if there is a if there is a narrative (laughs) coming about Cole Smith, it's Mm -hmm. not coming from the team or the team's (laughs) broadcast partners. Nope, that's not where the Cole Smith narrative is coming from. Yeah, Um, yeah. I mean, I feel like I hope he scores again tonight. Yeah, I hope he scores again tonight. Maybe he just goes and says, "Please stop making people hate me." Yeah. I and people just need to stop it. People just need to stop it. Yeah. Just knock it off. <laughs> uh Predators versus Winnipeg Jets tonight. It is a old school uh Central Division rivalry. Uh mm. the Preds uh, have not done so well against the Winnipeg Jets here recently. Um yep. the exact record, but whatever it's not great Uh, it's it's been it's been not great there has been uh more losses than wins against the the jets here recently um and game at bridgestone arena central Mm -hmm. division game you have to have how do you see this one going this is going to be one of those games where you talked about earlier the predators are going to have to play with that identity of You may come in our house and you may be a very good team with an outstanding goaltender, but we're going to make you pay for every advantage that you try to get. That's how this game needs to be played. And and usually Winnipeg and Nashville, there's a little steam in these games. Uh, The last one may be a little less. It went to overtime, tied 1-1. Winnipeg won it in overtime. Um, But I think Nashville really has to come out with the same fire that we saw against the LA Kings. Uh, It's going to be one of those games where it's got to be big players because Winnipeg has got, gosh, you look at Winnipeg's lineup and I think they have already um, three 20 goal scorers. We have three 50 point scores and three 50 point scores. So, and we have none of those. Yeah. None. So, you know, this is the time where Nashville needs to step up. This is also going to be a really good goaltending game. Yeah. You know, this game, I think a lot of it is going to come down to goaltending between, I'm assuming UC Soros. And assuming maybe, Connor Hellebuck. I'm assuming and assuming Connor, Connor Hellebuck. So this is going to be, uh, this is going to be like a little who, you know, who wants to be talked about with the Vesna showdown tonight. How do you yeah, see it going? That's that's the main thing is mm-hmm. you look at Hellebuck, you look at Saros. Those are two of the best goalies in the NHL right now. And yes. you assume they're going to take over the game. But also, and you look up and down, like you mentioned it, you look up and down this Jets roster and, um, you know, the, the person you mentioned, Mark Shifley, uh, is in the top 10 in the NHL in goals right now with 29. Kyle Connor is in the top mm-hmm. 10 in points. You have this Jets team, and we're not used to seeing this level of prolific scoring from a Winnipeg's Jets team uh, right. in you know, many, many years. It's kind of been their defense and goaltending that's carried them, uh, and all of a sudden they have these people to score. So for me, this is going to be a big test for the Preds' defense, not just UC Saros, but like we mentioned, it's like, hey, if you're going to have chances, you're going to need to earn them. That right. Preds' defense has to play solid in front of UC Saros, Keep all the pressure to the outside. Don't let them get in the slot. Don't let them uh, get easy cross-ice passes to set up guys like Kyle Connor. Um, You have to kind of manage the shots. And look, if the Jets wind up taking like 30, 35 shots and the vast majority of them are from like outside the circles up at the blue line, that's a good night for the Preds defense. If you can manage that, 
I'd yeah. say you have a pretty good chance of winning this game. Yep, I would agree. The other thing I will say is that Nashville offensively has got to do better than they did in the last matchup. They only got 26 shots on goal. Got to do way more than that if you're going to get past Connor Hellebuck. You've got to get more shots on goal, and you've got to have people in the slot and around the net front area in case he lets something slip out. Because this is a tough goalie to score on. This is a very tough goalie to score on. Get the puck to the net. As uh, Jimmy Fallon once called Connor Halibut, Satan Adam Driver uh, <laughs> would love to would love to uh, see some goals on him tonight. Yeah. Uh, it is a seven o'clock Central puck drop at Bridgestone Arena. Only two more games Ooh. before the Preds take what is basically a two week vacation. So, yeah, in, enjoy hockey while you can here for the next little bit. We'll have a full recap coming tomorrow. And until we get there, where can people find your work? You can find my work online at insidethepreds.com. And you can find me on Twitter at NK underscore Mama on Ice. You can find me at onthefourcheck.com. Follow me on Twitter at underscore NS Morgan. And be sure to follow the podcast as well, LO underscore Predators. However you're listening to us, whether you're watching us on YouTube or streaming us on your favorite podcasting platform. Be sure to hit that subscribe button so you'll always know when we have fresh content out for you. That's going to do it for us on today's Locked on Predators podcast. Thank you for making us your first listen of the day. We'll be back tomorrow with Preds Jets Recap. See you then.